Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live.
search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. All right. T2Q radio show number, what is this, 540? Starts right after this word from The Crystal Show. From a pimp's perspective, featuring Eminem, make sure you're tuning in live exclusively on The Crystal Show. What up, Chris? What up, Radio World? It's your boy, Eminem, a.k.a. My Mind. Yeah, money maker, the whole breaker. Yeah, mister, she get laid, I get paid, motherfucker. You know, I'm the face that's never sad. Sweetie, I'm the dad you never hate. When times are rough and things are tough, sugar don't think too hard. There's always mother makers credit cards. So sit back and listen to my directive as I give you this real shit from a pimp's perspective. Mm, give it to me, daddy. Go to thecrystalshow.com to get more information, and we'll go ahead and get started. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. You know, um, we've had this discussion before, but maybe not for an entire show. I don't recall. We've talked about so many things on this show. But, um, you know, there are some people who believe in relationship responsibilities. Should there be defined roles in every relationship? Well, the answer to that is yes. Everyone should know what their role is, regardless of what it may be, if you wish to have a successful relationship. However, what about traditional roles? That's where people kind of get a little hot under the collar. Now, it's very uncommon to have a show like this without people losing their minds. Uh, For some reason, it's very difficult. Uh, to discuss roles in a relationship, especially with certain ethnic groups. And I hate to put that out there, but it's true. And it always turns into a what he isn't doing or what she isn't doing. Well, tonight we'll try it again, and we'll see if we can come to any logical conclusion to the topic. Does a man belong outside cleaning the yard? Does a woman belong inside cleaning the house? Should a woman be soft? Should a man be firm? <sighs> this won't end well. All of this tonight on the Talk to Q Radio Show. No experts, but we're definitely going to have opinions. So let me go to the phone lines. I have a caller holding already in queue. To the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. And welcome on the man in black, the Buckster. Buck, what's going on, bro? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well, man. How are you? Doing fine. Just uh, trying to stay dry. We had a little bit of weather come through. Now we're going to have a little bit of fog, and we'll see how how it goes for the rest of the evening. But, you know, a few water spouts. You know, we had a little bit of fun, a little bit of roughness this morning, but, you know, 
Everything's everything. We're all good. I feel you, man. All right. Glad to have you on, sir. To the 517 area code I go, the Motor City of Detroit, and welcome on the author, the show hostess, the show legend, Crystal Hickerson. What's going on, Chris? Thank you. How are you? Doing well. How's everything going? It's fine here in the 248. There you go. Excellent. All right. We'll go ahead and get started. First things first, and I'm going to start with you, Crystal. What do you think the role of the husband should be in a marriage? Keep his wife happy. How how can he do that? Well, he and can pay most of the bills. And this is just your personal opinion. Go ahead. Personal opinion, of course. He can pay most of the bills and my shopping account. And um, <laughs> he can do the yard work, uh, everything outside. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, <clears throat> because I don't like doing um, outside work, and I know a lot of women do like to do gardening and things of that nature. Right. That's something that I'm not really interested in. Um, even though I love good landscaping. So I think it would be good if he could do, like, some of the minor maintenance of the outside work, unless that's his thing. Otherwise, then he could hire professionals to do the manicuring, but he could keep, you know, of anything outside, like the car, anything like that. That's all his domain. Plus... On the inside, anything um, that leaks or needs hammering or anything like that, that's all him. Okay. All right. So, let's see. Pay the bills, maintenance guy, handle everything outside in a nutshell. All right. Anything else I need on the inside, too. Say what? (laughs) Anything else I need on the inside done as well too, you know, like you know, minor maintenance. Anything maintenance. Yeah, yeah. I said That's, yeah, that's ma- yeah, maintenance. Right. All right. Yeah, but maybe. what do you think the role of a husband should be in a marriage? Well, I mean, I think he should be the provider. Um I think it's important for the guy to be the provider. Um, you know, take care of the house, um, like Crystal said, maintenance stuff. Um Yard, you know, yard work, vehicles, those types of things. I think those things are important for the the husband to take care of. Um, I think that's something that needs to be done, um, and it's not something that um, I don't think that's a role that really should be reversed. Um, I just think that you know, as a man, that's something that you need to take care of on the, you know on a day daily basis. You have two vehicles, and she has one, you have one. You know, once a week, just go out there and just kind of check things out. Make sure battery acid is not taking up on them terminals. Make sure she got oil. Make sure she got antifreeze. Those, you know, brake fluid. You know, make sure the tire, tires are aired up. Those types of things. So therefore, that's something that you know the wife does not have to worry about. Um, you know, when it gets cold, make sure the pipes are wrapped and you know, running and those, you know, water's running when it gets down below freezing, you know, and maybe, you know, those, you know, those are things that are important that the man should take care of, 
make sure there's snow and ice is you know uh, taken you know out of the way you know when you got to because you know but up north you, know, you got to make sure you know snow's plowed out of the way so you can go to work because they don't stop like we do down here in the south so you know those are things I think the guy needs to take care of. Okay, that's a good list. Let me go to the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, to bring on the show Enforcer Ray. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Q? How you doing tonight? Doing well, bro. And, Ray, anything you want to add to Buck's list as far as what you think the role of a husband should be in a marriage? Uh, Basically, just... uh. Do what they feel is necessary. I mean, it, it varies in different families, but I mean, you can, you know, provide her. It is good, but I think a woman should provide also if she's capable of providing. You know, as far as you know, if there are two incomes, I mean, you got to kick it in. Just like a guy got to kick it in. Guy might be primarily responsible, but at the same time, it's not like it was thirty years ago. You don't have a woman making $200 and a guy making $600. Nowadays, you know, women make money just like guys do. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like a situation where it's lopsided, you know, where, you know, you got to pay all the, the, the big bills because, you know, she ain't really earned no money anyway. She's disrespected. She may want to buy some curtains or get her nails done or hair done and you take care of everything else. Things too expensive for that now. You know what I mean? Old days is easy. Guy can pay his rent or his mortgage with one week's paycheck. Nowadays is is different. So you got the internet, you got all this extra stuff that goes along with that. You know, entertainment is a thousand dollars a month. So it's completely different. I think you just got to to share in responsibilities. Now I feel like if something is heavy or something is dangerous, a man should always seek the lead on that. But as far as, you know, making decisions, I believe decisions should always be made together. Uh, as far as um, roles, roles can, can easily change hands. Just like, you know, I like to cook a whole lot. So, you know, me cooking on a daily basis or every two days or whatever is not a big deal because that's what I like to do. Or, you know... Or she's going out. If you want to take the garbage out, that's cool. You can take the garbage out. You're on your way out. Why, if I got my shoes off, I'm relaxing. Why should I have to go outside? All right, well, you're getting ahead of me. You're getting ahead of me a little bit. But right now, we're just just talking about what the man man should be doing. We'll get to the woman in just a moment. Oh, okay. Let me see. Basically, you know, just just be all... Be the support system on whatever they whatever they need, pretty much, as long as it's reasonable. The key word is need, not want. All right. So a husband shouldn't give a woman or his wife what she wants? I mean, to a certain extent. But you can't get crazy with it. You know what I'm saying? You come to me and say, you know, this is what I want. Okay, I picked that out. But you can't say, I want an iPad. I want a fucking Gucci bag. I want a coach bag, and then I want some shoes to go with that. Come on, that's ridiculous. So it ain't necessarily what you want. It's what you need. Or you might say, hey, I want a car out here, but then I want a truck too. 
well, damn, you want me to get both of them? You know, want go run deep. All right. Well, let me go back to you, Crystal. Crystal, what do you think the role of the wife should be in the marriage? All right. Um, well, uh, since, of course, uh, I'm talking personally, um, mm-hmm. my disclaimer, of course, is that, yes, a man can do whatever they want to do. If he's, a, if he's a good cook, you know, that's great. Then he can cook. Um I prefer you just barbecue, but, you know. Uh, but hmm. then for a woman, for myself, what I enjoy doing is I like taking care of the household and, of course, working and all that shit. We're not talking about that. I mean, just working. Everybody has to work these days, basically. Average people have to Both people have to work. But as far as, like, quote-unquote responsibilities or what I would rather do with my role, I'd rather take care of the household, keep things clean, um, design, you know, the way the house would look um, primarily, and um, and cook because I, I personally enjoy cooking and it's therapeutic and I like it. And cleaning is therapeutic to me because I like keeping things a certain way. So, um, yeah, and I'll take care of, of that, you know, and... and you know, take up the slack of, you know, what I've already named about the outside, and I'll take care of the inside. And um, I'll take care of events and things like that, you know, planning our different events that we may have to do and go to or whatever. Or if we have, you know, parties at home, then I'll take care of that. And, you know, you just kind of stay out of the way. Okay. All right. In the chat room, Stan chimed in and said, uh, I guess on the first question, saying a husband should treat um, his wife well if she deserves it. But, uh, Buck, let me ask you, what's the role of a wife in a marriage? Well, I mean, you would think, you know, Chris would kind of hit it kind of on the head, really. But I would also say, you know, kind of be, you know, I guess, you know, where the guy doesn't, you know, things that he doesn't, you know, pick up, you know, like trying to figure out how to word this. Um, You know, if if the woman likes to cook and clean and stuff like that, she can do that. But, you know, I think that's also a role that could be shared, but I don't want to get too far ahead. But, um, you know, just kind of be, you know, if the guy's taking care of it, Outside stuff, women well, we should maybe take care of some of the, you know, take care of the inside stuff. So it should be a balance. You know, one doing one one area, the other one should do the other area. So that would be the best way to say it. Okay. Uh, can you repeat that? You was breaking up? I'm sorry. What's the role of a wife in a marriage? A role is uh, her role is just to be supportive. I mean, I understand that's kind of loaded, so I explain a little bit. I mean, uh-huh. if you know, if you is your day to work, okay. Well, I can have things set up for you. I can cook something, or either I can bring some takeout in, or whatever the case is. Or you know, if it's your day off, 
you know, if I'm going out and you staying in, you could take the garbage out or whatever the case is. I mean, it's it, it's sharing. It's nobody really has a particular role. It may be primarily somebody's responsibility, but at the same time, see, I'm a guy that feels like that if a woman goes to work every day just like you, you can't expect her to do all the cooking, all the cleaning, all the washing. You know, shit, we in 2015 or we in 1950. You know what I'm saying? And and I think with guys, some of them have that mentality. And to me, how can a woman follow you if you're not a, a, a king or something yourself? You know what I'm saying? It's different if you got in a half a million dollar house and you got it with three or four cars and, you know, all that now, I expect the house to be a certain way. I expect this. I expect that. But, damn, you know, you can't rub two nickels together. How do you expect her to do all this and that? And I think that's what guys get twisted. You got to work together. So her role basically is, is to support you as you do her. As far as, you know, if I'm home first, okay, I get some food together. If you home first, you get some food together. Or, you know, if a load of clothes get finished washing, if I'm there, I put them in the dryer. If you there, you put them in the dryer. You know, it, if it's your day off, okay, you can fold them. Or if my day off, I can fold them. So it's just working together, in in my opinion. Okay, so you don't really believe in, like, the traditional uh, gender roles are just open to whatever I mean, works? It, once again, if something is... is heavy or something is dangerous or somebody knock on the door or something, I'm the one that's supposed to go to the door for obvious reasons. You know what I'm saying? I do right. believe in that. I don't believe in equal rights all the way down through the middle because some things men are good at and some things women are good at. Okay. And at the same time, I feel like a man is supposed to be a protector. And, you know, I'm not a person that, regardless of what it may come across sometimes if you want to keep a foot on a woman's neck. There's just certain things I don't think women are as good as men at, and some things I don't think men are as good as women at. But I have to say that, you know, not going all across the board. Well, a woman can do anything a man can do. No, nah, that shit ain't true. And I just say that. A lot of people take it the wrong way, but it is what it is. Okay, okay. And so, uh, Crystal. When do you think that the roles started to change and why? You know, of course, our parents pretty much had specific roles, um, but things changed. So when do you think they started to change and why do you think they changed? Well, um, I think just like with anything, everything changes because of necessity. So, um the roles changed or broadened for mainly for women um, because of the necessity of the of the working household. There had to be two people working, um, or uh, you know, a lot of the men. You know, I think during the wars, you know, like World War Two and and on, those and. You know, a lot of the men were dying, so you had more women having to work because they were taking care of, they were single parents, at least for a span of time. So, and then came the uh, women's revolution, 
um, and or the sexual revolution as they called it, but it was really the women's revolution. Mm-hmm. And they um, and beginning to say, well, now that I I had to work because you know he was gone off to war or whatever, but now I can work because I want to. So and then you know began the career of women. So. Those, I think that was a time when um, the roles began to merge or change. And then as time went on, um, I probably around in the 80s and um, clearly in the 90s, there were men who decided, well, I don't have to work. And, you know, maybe I'll stay at home and you work and uh, I'll stay home with the kids. So there became more house husbands. Or there were, and then of course in this, in the 2000s, more people are at home. So there are uh, men who decide they can work from home, so they can help take care of the children. So it, so the roles of um, necessity roles became merged because you know we, we take on different things because we do different things, and became more of I'll do this because I don't mind it. And actually, I kind of enjoy it. So let me do that, and vice versa. Because it became okay in order to feel that way. Okay. Um, let's see. Now I have a message here through from Sharon out in Dallas. And she said that black women have always worked on the ship getting here in the cotton fields and and uh yeah, black women usually have always had some type of job, even if it was like being the help or something back in the day, so I see what she's saying there. Um but I, I do think that those things did kind of bring about did bring about that change like you were talking about, Crystal, um, as far as the war and and single parenthood also contributed and Buck, what do you where do you think things started to change as far as the traditional gender roles. Well, I think, you know, in today's society, I mean, you know, in the two, you know, two person household, I think a, a lot of, a lot of things that can, you know, depending on who you with, um, they're balanced out. I mean, I know I've seen some households where, you know, both, the, the man and the woman go outside, and you know they have one maybe riding the lawnmower, and one maybe pushing one, or weeding, or what have you. Um, uh, same thing inside, where one may cook, you know, where both both parties cook at the same time. You know, one does this part of the cooking, one does the other part of the cooking. One does this part of cleaning, one does that part of cleaning. You know, kind of, you know, it's not so much. One person doing one thing, one person doing another thing, outside, inside, what have you. You know, it's we have two people together. You know, in some instances, you know, they they do everything together because it brings more closeness to them. You know, for the two. So, the, you know, I guess you could say this kind of happened. You know, some of this started ha- happening maybe in the late nineties, going into the early two thousands, where you know, things were starting to blend a little bit in you know in relationships. So, I guess that's. About the time I've seen, you know, some of the differences. All right. In the chat room, Stan says it all changed when women started to work and women wanted to be equal to men. That's what Stan says in the chat room. 
Uh, well, I mean, we'll get into a couple more questions, but we're going to take a quick break here from one of my one of my sponsors. Be back in sixty three seconds. Hey, baby. It's nice to see you chilling for a change. You all laid back watching some TV, huh? What you eating? Her Honey from MyHebrewRoots.net. Her Honey? Looks like you enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Just waiting for you to get home. You ate almost half the freaking jar. Baby, wait, wait. What you doing? Oh, baby, dang. Her Honey, from HebrewRoots.net. <laughs> My thanks to HebrewRoots.net for that. <laughs> Commercial cracks me up. All right, 347-202. 0215 is the number. Ray, let me go back to you and ask, why do you think some people are so dead set against certain traditional gender roles? You have some people, if you mention a traditional gender role to them, it's like you called them out their name. I mean, they get actually get offended by it. Well, I think um, there's a lot of women out here that want these speaks out here in society, and I think they go about it the wrong way. I think they... um you know, feel like they got to poke the chest out and try to be man-like in order to get their point across. You don't have to do that. All you have to do is let people know that, okay, this is what you stand for. You don't have to get offended because there's not anything wrong with a woman cooking because not our parents cooked and cleaned and done all these things. It's not to disrespect the housewife because they have an important job. But if you have a job outside of the home, you can work inside of the home. Just like if I work inside of the home, it's not offensive to me. I don't put no apron on when I cook or if I clean. It's just a job, and if you have a home, you should want to keep it clean. You should want to keep things tidy. And it's not all one person, but if a, some women just don't like to be referred to as, you know, traditional roles of, you know, cleaning and cooking and stuff like that, I think it's all about how you present it as well. Just like I'm presenting it tonight, you mm-hmm. know, it's not about it's not about well, you're a woman, you should be doing this. Okay, I I would agree with any guy say that. If you made a half a million dollars a year and she didn't work at all, you come home, your food should be ready, and the house should be clean. But if both of y'all been gone all day, watch you pull your shoes off and sit down, and they got to be in the kitchen for two hours after they get off work. I'm just speaking, being real about the situation. That's bullshit. Uh-huh. Now, you guys come in and work together, or you do it some days, she do it some days. Now you can get a good understanding. But outside of that, you know, I don't think that you should, you know, 
keep a traditional role and tell somebody what they should do, particularly if you're not doing all you should do. Because I'm not a person to say, okay, well, you want to take care of everything. Why you want to take care of everything? And there's two people here. That's crazy, in my opinion. Okay. And, Crystal, let me get your take really quick as far as um, why do you think some people take certain gender roles and just get, like, offended by it? I, I mean, it's flat out upset when you think that it should be assigned to them. I think that um, usually it's about the approach. It's about mm-hmm. how it's being told to the other person. So what they're hearing from you, from the inflection in your voice, or however the, the conversation goes, it sounds like an order as opposed to um, a sharing or, or, you know, whatever. So if you are making it sound as if this is what you have to do and that person doesn't want to do it, then, um, or even if they do want to do it, but, you you know, you're trying to make it an order as opposed to saying, you know, like if I tell a guy, well, you have to go out and you have to take care of the yard, and that's the way I say it, and he's like, well, I'm going to do that anyway because that's what I want to do. And so now we're arguing about what we already want. <laughs> But it's you know it's about the delivery, you know you're you're you know you're insulting a person just by the way you're saying it. So I think a lot of times when, especially women, I guess because of the um, the fight that we've had to go through over the years mm-hmm. regarding different gender roles and being able to work and be respected, et cetera. So. Um, so sometimes the offense is always there. We're always on the defense, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, we're respected. So sometimes they can come across as uh, if you're always on the defense, then there is no place for the other person to be but on the offense. So uh, so I think, I think that we automatically sometimes believe that what a person is saying is, is, is offensive to us. Mm-hmm. Because this is probably what they mean. But, again, a lot of it is in the delivery of that person, you know, more so than what they're saying. And delivery definitely makes a difference. But sometimes I, I, and I've encountered people, it don't matter how you say it, and I've been in discussions, you know, away from home, uh, just a group of people sitting around talking, and the conversation comes up about, something related to gender roles, and I've seen people lose it just from bringing it up, you know, or, you know, the fact that you would (laughs) assume that just because this person is a man or this person is a woman, they're supposed to fall in line with some certain chore or task. And um, I've seen situations get pretty bad pretty quickly behind the conversation. So it's a very touchy subject because there are just some people who just, you know, don't want to do certain things. They don't embrace it or anything. They kind of have their own mind, you know, mindset as far as what they believe their role is. And I mean, that's cool if you find someone who agrees with your role as well. But uh, I, I'm just saying that some people do kind of just take it in left field. But uh, Crystal, I'll, I'll stick with you. Uh, what's a traditional female role that today's women tend to dislike? 
Well, I um, keep hearing cooking all the time, um, you know, saying that, you know, that, well, what did you cook? What are you going to cook? Or whatever like that tends to send women into, you know, frantic sometimes. So I hear that more and more often um, because not every woman, of course, likes to cook, and there are some women, you know, who grew up, who are younger, grew up not knowing how to cook um, because they were never taught or they were more, you know, taught to focus on, you know, college or whatever. So they weren't, or taught to be strong and, um, you know, focus on your career or something like that and to take and to not just be a woman who cooks and cleans. So if you hear Mm -hmm. that all the time, then cooking and cleaning sounds like something bad. Like I shouldn't be doing this or, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, in your, in your relationship. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's what I hear a lot, you know, these days uh, with a lot of girls and women and some women who are now women who are, have no clue how to cook. And some of it is because they never really had to cook because they were single and meeting with no children. So they never learned because they never had to. So. Okay. And uh, SPK13 chimed in on Twitter, and she said as far as something that women dislike, being tasked with all domestic tasks while working just as much or as hard as their significant others. So kind of like around what Ray was saying. Uh, Ray, what is something that modern-day women just don't want to do anymore as far as traditional roles? Um. In my opinion, they don't want to let men leave. And, you know, that's not so in my house, but at the same time, you know, as you're out in society, you know, you have women that feel like that they can do anything that a man can do. And although women have accomplished a lot and they've come a long way, there's certain things that you cannot do. You cannot be a father. I mean, yes, if you're trained properly, you can protect the house. But in, I would say the majority are not equipped to protect the house because you don't have the size, you don't have the strength. Somebody run in on you or something like that, that's more so a man's job. But, you know, it's just a certain group of women that don't want to be told that they can't do anything. And I don't think that, you know, that's reasonable. Now, if you have uh, a point, I think your point should always be listened to. I don't think you should be put down whether you are a man or a woman. But I think that you should be able to understand where the next person is coming from as long as they are making sense. But um, for the most part, you know, you have ladies that just want to... uh, just prove that they belong and they want they, they, they place in the world. I think they're getting their place. But the only thing I always say is I want things to be equal. If things are equal, we won't stop domestic violence or anything we want to do. You can't allow it to go one way and not go the other. And that's the same thing with the roles in a, in a household or relationship. You know, like a lot of women expect guys to take care of everything. Okay, that's fine. If you have no other choice, 
like if you know a person gets sick or, you know, something happens or whatever the case may be, you had no choice, then okay, that's one thing. But if a person has a choice, you should share in all responsibility. That's just the way I see it. All right. And so, uh, Ray, what are some traditional roles for a man that today's, I guess, well, I think uh, being a disciplinarian on the kids is, um, you know, you have guys now that want to just, you know, want to take the, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, the educated approach on it. When you sit down, you do a lot of talking. I mean, to a certain extent, talking is good, you know. And old school parents, to me, they didn't do enough talking. They did a lot of hitting, which, you know, sometimes you have to take it there. But at the same time, when you look back on it 25 years later, you say, man, I wish they sat down and talked to me about this instead of just, you know, swinging off because that type of stuff makes you violent later on in life. But, you know, I would say being a disciplinarian, I would say uh, men just, um, you know, like I say, taking out the trash. You know, because trash does not have to be dirty, does not have to be filthy. The only dirty trash in the house really should be was in your kitchen. The other trash, the bathroom and all that, you got uh, toilet paper stools in there and shit like that. That's not dirty. So, you know, if they want to pick it up and carry it and take it out, should be no problem with that. But it's expected for a man to do it. Now, I don't believe a woman should be on the shovel unless she wants to. You know, if you're shoveling snow or cleaning off cars and things of that nature. But, you know, I just think men are built better for that, so they should be able to assume that role. But any woman who feels like, he can do what a man can do on the shovel. Be my guest, because that snow gets heavy. <laughs> okay. Crystal, uh, what is something that um, today's man, I guess, just seems to want to shy away from when it comes to traditional gender roles? Well, they seem to always want to shy away from... Um, the money issue, you know, I mean, they don't, they're not very supportive. And um, then you can tell with a lot of the songs that are being written today, they always talk about independent, I love independent women, I love independent. Yeah, you love independent women, that means you don't have to do anything. You want her to have everything, so you don't have to do anything but lay on your ass. So, I mean. Everybody take care of themselves. Well, yeah, I take care of me, and then he takes care of him, and get the fuck away from me. <laughs> so, so what's the I mean, problem? What do I well, need why you for? The attitude behind that. What's the problem? There's no attitude. There's it's like you, you know, it. just take your ass off. That's how I look at. It. I mean, what what do I need you for? Like, what the fuck do I need you for in my life? You might as well go ahead and and just go ahead on. I mean, I mean, what for sex? I mean, please. <laughs> That's not being in my life. Just just because you come over and have sex with me, I mean, I kind of over there. That don't mean I kind of feel what you're saying. If 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 I'm doing everything myself, then yeah, yeah, I I really don't need anyone else. Absolutely 
Nothing. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. nothing. So if a man is doing everything, what does he need a woman for? Well, the woman is doing shit for him. We always do shit for men. That's what we're saying. We still do things for men, even though they talk about how, well, I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. And a lot of it, they always put it down on money, but a lot of it is not money at all. If it's going to cost me money to get your dinner cooked, or it's going to cost me money for you to get my clothes out of the cleaner, I cook my own dinner and get my clothes out of the cleaner and keep my change in my pocket. Exactly. Thank you. That's what yeah, that's I'm what saying. She, that's what she's saying. If if no one's do if if you can do it yourself, you don't need anyone else. Yeah, you don't need anybody else. What do you need? No, but what but what about the companionship? That's what it should no. be about. Not well. Fine, companionship. I, I need companionship for about what an hour or so. That's all I need no. you for. You know, you, and the rest of being, the twenty three hours of the day, I ain't going with my but, life. But you being a grown person. Turn around saying, well, because you're with me, you know, you should make sure my lights are on. If you're with me, I, I you didn't should make sure I got food saying. in the y'all, house. Y'all always go to money. It's not just about money. It's not just about money. And we're in the same house. so if, Okay, you you're bringing up. I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said, we're, keep in mind, we're talking about married couples. So, they're you know, they're in the same household. Okay, well, that's different. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it's like if if he lets the lights go out, it's gonna be his lights too. Oh yeah, we talking about married couples in a. You know, we we all can't speak on that subject. So, so we can do we can do what now? I see. We talking about married couples. We all can't speak on that subject. Oh, I can speak on that? that subject. I've been married before. Yeah, everybody's been I married. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't call no names. All you don't have to call any names. I'm not an idiot. We, we can't speak or we all can't speak on that subject. Hey, I, I'm not going to even take it where I can take it, but I'm just saying we all can't speak on that subject. Just because a person is not married doesn't mean they can't speak on being married. Then that would mean that every person who is married cannot ever speak again on people who are single. No, that that's not that's not what I'm saying. But you know, like I said, we're trying to keep it. We're trying to keep positive. But we're gonna see how long And so, all right, so. Um, I guess, all right, so next question, and I'll go to you, Ray, and I think I already know your stance, but should a man, if he's financially able, pay all the essential bills in a house? And when I say essential, I mean like the house note, the lights, water, gas, things like that, not the maybe extracurricular stuff like cable or internet, unless you want to throw it in. But uh, should that be a man's responsibility? Uh, for the most part, yes, but it all depends on what's the difference between the money being made between the two individuals. And mm-hmm. one person makes thirty thousand or forty thousand, next person makes a hundred and fifty thousand, that person makes a hundred and fifty thousand should pay all the bills. 
But if a person, you know, you make, uh, I don't know, 2000 and she makes 1200 But whoever makes the most money should be paying the primary bills in the house, whether you male or you female. Because I don't think, and I think a lot of women miss their blessings when they meet a guy. Yeah, he might be, you know, working on the garbage truck or a uh, janitor or something. They make a thousand, twelve hundred a week, and because she's in corporate world, and she might make two thousand a week, she don't feel like that guy is good enough for her. And she feels like, you know, she may have to carry him, and then they'll miss their blessing, and they won't get the good guy that they want to get. So I think that whoever makes the most money should be paying the primary bills. You know, I mean, things have changed now. It ain't like it was years ago where a, a woman made, you know, you know, what is it, 40 cents to every dollar that a guy made 30 years ago. Now it's different. Women have more opportunity. I would say they got more opportunity than men. So, whoever makes the most money. Okay, Crystal, what's your opinion? Do you think that a man, if he's financially able, you think he should pay all of the essential bills in the household? I probably know your We're answer. We're talking too. about. Go ahead. We're talking about married couples, right? Yes. This this whole show is about married couples. Oh, I didn't realize the whole show was about married couples. Yeah, that's oh, why. Oh, beginning of the show, I said married in marriage. But go ahead. Okay, well, I, I will apparently have to make this up since I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, in the fantasy land that I would think a married couple would, would exist in, um, oh, wow. I think that. You know, yeah, once you get married, then your money is is just the two of you. It's a partnership. And quite logically, if a person is making more money, then there would be more of their money floating around, you know. It's work is how they acquired their money, you know, because, I mean, you could marry someone who doesn't work, but they are already financially secure from inheritance or whatever. So they don't have to work because they have their own money. But even with that, it's all together. So to me, I don't necessarily see it as a separation like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, but maybe um, that person would. That's why there's courts and um, prenuptial agreements and all that. But, Mm -hmm. um, But yeah, I mean, I think that when you come together, you're a partner. You're a partnership. And so, to me, it really doesn't matter. If you make more money, yeah, you your more of your money would be floating around just by logistics. But, um, you know, so it's, it's kind of an equal task. Maybe since you have more money of whoever, male or female, that person would pay the essential bill because you have more of a liquid flow going through. And maybe the other person's money's which I see a lot in other people, you know, than me who are not married. Um, those people who are married, um, I hear a lot of them talk about, well, my husband makes um, quite a bit of money, but I work so we can use, you know, the money for vacations and for 
you know, you know, college funds or stuff like that. Right. So her money would be the surplus money needed, you know, for the cushion and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's still all a part of the household, but, you know, since she makes, you know, basically less, then um, less of the money goes to the other non-essential, per se, still. Okay. All right. And um, I, I do think that you have to kind of work out what works for you. Each couple is different. Um, I kind of fell along the lines of what my father did. Um, my mother made more than my father, um, but he still paid like a majority of the essential bills around the house. Um, and for, for him, it was probably just like a, a pride thing, I guess, is that, you know, if I'm going to be the decision maker, then I'm going to be the one that pays, you know, the house note essentially. Um, now over time things change and I know my mom, you know, picked up some some more of the slack. But as long as he was able to pay it, because you know, my father he didn't shop for clothes or care about fancy cars or anything like that. So he basically just needed his money for gas and for food. Uh, and you know, then she paid for anything additional, vacations or money for school and things of that nature. Now, when I was married and I first got married, uh, for the first couple of years of our marriage, my wife made more than me. Just it wasn't by much, but initially she made more than me. But because I already had the house and she moved in with me, I kept paying the same bills I paid before she got there. So I essentially paid all the essential bills um, within the household because I was doing it before she got there. I didn't, so And then the money that she brought in, she paid for groceries. She paid for if we were out of town or something like that, she would pay for that. So, I mean, it really doesn't matter because it's all the same money, but um, it just depends on the person. You have some people who they're fine with splitting it. You have some people who have like, you know, like I said, that pride factor where, you know, if I'm going to be considered the leader of the house, I'm going to pay the house note. And, you know, so it just depends on what works for you. I don't really think there's a wrong answer uh, on that, but I don't think there's anything wrong if a guy decides that he does wants to pay a majority of the bills. Um, like I said, and her money would go towards something else. I mean, the house is still benefiting. You still got to eat. So who, why does it matter who buys the groceries as long as, you know, stuff is getting done? But, all right, on the flip side, let me go back to you, Ray. And Well, before I go to you, did you have a comment, Ray? I heard you say something. Oh, no, I'm just saying, you know, just, I understand the the older way of thinking because you know I have family members who thought like that, but mm-hmm. if somebody makes more money than you, why would you pay the majority of the bills? To me, that just I mean make because sense. it's it's the same money. I mean how how are you if it's all one income? Then how can you split? It ain't it? one income. It ain't but one name on the check, fam. Nah, my folks so, have both the names on the check. They had a, Both they had a joint bank account. Unless, unless they work for the same company and put a name on the check. Oh, you mean that paycheck? Yeah. Now, now what, what I'm saying is, okay, it's okay to say, well, you want to pay the bills or whatever the case is, but first person make more money than you, then, mm-hmm. hey, maybe they should take on more of the responsibility. You could still be the man 
I mean, you kind of answering some of the old the old questions that you asked earlier. If a woman's earning potential is greater, she's going to feel like she has more power. And now women feel like they have more power because they're earning more. And what That's we true, do is we putting, we, we putting their value on how much money they're making. So she want to make decisions, though, well, she's the breadwinner. She can make decisions, so therefore I got to do this or I got to do that. It really shouldn't be like that. To me, you know, a woman makes more money, hey, they ought to be paying the majority of the bills. That's, I mean, all I, that's what I felt about it. But if she, pay, if she pays the majority of the bills, then what is he to do with his money? Well, he can pay bills as well. Only thing I'm saying is you break it down to where, okay, however much more she made, say it's $500 a month more. It's $500 a month more, okay, if his bills come to $1,200, hers should come to about 1400 or whatever the case is. But she should be paying more. I'm not talking about, you know, she paying $2,500 worth of bills and you paying 600 No, I'm not saying that. It's got to be a balance, you know what I mean? But it's, it needs to be balanced. It shouldn't be, you know, you paying the majority of the bills because I never believed in the garbage pail theory. You know, you take a woman and they spend their money on what they want to spend it on, their hair, their nails. They get to buy new handbags. They eating out at, you know, Red Lobster for lunch and stuff like that. And you eat not a garbage pill. You got a brown bag. I don't believe in that. I mean, well, you know, he, he shouldn't he shouldn't marry anybody like that. That's that's wrong for marrying the wrong woman. I mean, no. It, well, well, uh, you, you see, you see it every day. You at this because the, the the reason I don't think it makes a difference because like, all right, if I'm making five hundred a month and she's making a thousand a month. And say the bills are two hundred and fifty dollars a month, which is unrealistic, but I'm just using simple numbers. All right. Yeah. If I if I pay the bill if I pay two hundred and fifty dollars in bills and I have two hundred and fifty left, then all right, so then I only have two hundred and fifty left. I get that. All right, she still has her money left. But if she pays it and now I have all my money left, um, I mean we still together have the same amount of money in the household, so I don't really see a difference. No, but but you break it down like I like the Herman Cain rule when Herman Cain was running for president. Everybody uh-huh. paid pay a percentage, so you pay the percentage of what you make, so everybody is equal. You know what I mean? I'm not saying oh you pay the two fifty if the bills are two fifty if you make five hundred and she made a thousand or whatever the case was. Okay, your portion of the bills might be seventy five dollars. A portion might be a uh, hundred and fifty. You know what I'm saying? But you both contribute to paying the bill. I mean, and that's fine if someone wants to do that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I just think that it's fine either way. Um, because even if one person decides, you know, if if she decides that she if she's making more and she wants to pay all the bills, I mean, you're still left with the same amount of money between the two of you. That's why I'm saying it really doesn't matter. At that point, it becomes principle. And to some people, principle is important. I mean, to others, it may not be, and that's fine. But if it comes down to... 
the principle, then like I said, you still both have the same amount of money between you. There's no mathematical difference. But you, if you make it less, you're going to come up short somewhere. Like you say, well, I got to give up the, or not get the clothes or get a new, get the new big car, whatever it is, the Cadillac or Lincoln or whatever you like. You know, you have to give up something. See, some guys are okay with that. You know, but see, nowadays mm-hmm. it's a little different. If a woman makes money, you know, she want a guy to step his game up, have his clothes up, have a shoe game up. She want you to be looking nice. You can't walk around here just, you know, paying bills and coming home and, you know, getting the simple necessities of life. There's more to it than that. I don't know. I mean, my first couple of years of marriage, my wife bought me my wardrobe if I needed it, if I just didn't have it. But, I mean, most of the time I had it for myself. But I, I just don't see a difference. I, I don't. I, I mean, I, I kind of I see your where your angle you're coming from. I just don't think it makes a difference ultimately. Um, if it's something that I want and I don't have the money for it because I'm paying bills and I expect her to get it, um, you know, because we're a partnership. So I don't, I still don't see a difference. Yeah, cause you know what I what I'm hearing. I'm hearing two different things. I'm hearing a partnership, and then I'm hearing independent living. So some people, right. some couples do come together. They come together, but they're still living very much independently. Like my check is my check, your check is your check. We will come together for the bills, and we'll pay that. Then after that, whatever I have left is my money, and whatever you have left is your money. Mm-hmm. And to me, no. that's not a real partnership. That's but, but you see, who are like cohabitating or something. But see, I mean, but, but see, when when you do it that way, like you say, okay, um, you may say like you want to go get some clothes. Okay, if you go get some clothes, all right, you may like a certain thing. You know, if you like shoes, you like sneakers, or you like boots. Okay, we talking two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars a pop. Okay, are you going to ask your partner to spend that? Or are you going to say, okay, well, that's what I like. Let me get it myself and, you know, work towards working together. The bills are our responsibility. Your luxuries are your responsibility. I mean, so but if I'm, if I'm paying the yeah, house, if I'm paying the house note, why would my wife yeah. have a problem with me getting some $200 boots if I want? But does she have to buy them? No, I mean, it's our money. Me? Yeah, it's our it's money. Our money. We, we're married. It's our money. It don't uh, matter. Hey. Uh, well, okay. You, I, you, I see you can put it. Let me go back to the phone. Let me go back to the phone. To the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, and bring on Amanda. Amanda, how's it going? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going good. It's going good, Q. I knew Ray was in there getting into trouble. I just I felt it. Something said, you know what? I need to call in. He's in there getting a little getting a little loud. Let's see what's happening. So, uh, <laughs> I get. I, I don't I, know I, how I much you heard. <laughs> I get the I get the gist of uh, I think of of what the the question was or I can I could tell what Ray was saying, so I'm not sure if there was a specific question you wanted me to answer or if you wanted me to just comment on what I heard him say. Um 
Well, as far as the the actual question, I mean, you can comment if you would like. Um, the question was, should a man, if he's financially able, pay all of the essential bills in the house? And the essential bills would be like the house note, you know, power, gas, water, things of that nature. Uh, but you can comment on either or, or or both if you like. Okay. I mean, I think if that works for a couple, then that's totally fine if the husband wants to do that or if the wife wanted to do that or whatever. I know that's traditionally the, the husband's role or the man's role to pay the majority of the bills. The necessities. Um, I think more so where I get where Ray is coming from, and it sounds it sounds bad the way he's explaining it. And I wanted to just like text him, like stop talking, because you're making it sound worse than what it is, or making it the situation <laughs> look bad. Like so, when when we got married, and I'll, I'll use our situation because that's the only situation I know. I'll use our situation when we got married. I had been living in my parents' home my whole life. I worked a job, but I didn't have, like, I didn't have bills, bills. I had, like, cell phones and, you know, a little credit card, helping Mm -hmm. out, you know, giving my parents a little money here and there to, you know, pay on different bills or whatever. But I didn't have, like, uh, and student loans, I had that too. But as far as, like, like, life necessities and stuff like that, I didn't have any of that until after we got married. So. Okay. What happened, what what helped me was actually once I got here, started working and was getting a regular paycheck, we see how things are going, for him to say, okay, this, these are your responsibilities, These are this is what I would like for you to pay. And it wasn't because he couldn't do it. But from my end, I had never had that responsibility. So to help me manage money better and to not, you know, go through a whole um, pay, paycheck and have bought boots and stuff and then have nothing to show for it, it was, it, it actually taught me more responsibility. I, I will honestly say that. So I guess it depends on everybody's situation. There are situations where um, some people have been taking care of themselves since they were 18 years old or younger or yeah. somewhere around that age, and they have that responsibility. So when they come together, it's not a sense of, oh, I need to make sure that you're managing your money. It could be, okay, well, you know, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to do this, but I need to know that, you know, whatever you're not spending is going into the savings or it's going wherever you have, wherever you designate it. At the end of the day, whether whoever is saying it, like you said, I know Mm -hmm. that at the end of the day, our money is our money. So it's not a sense of, yeah, I know if something went wrong with me or something went wrong, went wrong with him, that I'm going to be like, oh, well, that's your bad. You know, I'm sorry your car broke down, but, you know, still going to Red Lobster. You know, it's not going to be that way. It's, it's, you know, if I need to help him, I'm going to help him because I'm helping us. And if he needs to help me, he's going to do that because it's helping us, because it is ours. Now, it just depends on um, each situation. Everybody's household is different. But, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, all that matters is that you have a plan. So whether all the money's coming directly from one person's check or it's coming from both, it's it's all about how you plan it and what works for you. But that's that's just, you know, to kinda help maybe soften what Ray was saying and better explain it. And yeah, and and again it is a matter of preference. I just don't um you know, see anything wrong with either either way. Um and I know he was disagreeing as far as, like, he said, you know, my father's way may be archaic or something like that. But it worked for me. I didn't have a problem with it because, like I said, you know, 
I already had my house. My my wife moved in with me when we got married and everything. I continued to take care of the bills because it's like, you know, I didn't I, I was already doing it. It's like, okay, I I got you. And as far as right. what she did with with her money is, you know, she put a woman's touch on the house, you know, she bought furniture. Um, you know, things to make the house look nice. And um so the money was being used for the the better of both of us. So to me it didn't matter, you know, that I'm paying exactly. all the bills because, you know, and then she's buying groceries too and and cooking exactly. and so I mean it's like a trade off, you know. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to to me it's not me competing with her or feeling cheated because I may not have, you know, the extra load off my back like, you know, moving in a roommate or something like that. To me, it was it was bigger than just having someone living here to split the bills. To me, it was about me being a man taking care of her, you know. And to me, that's nothing to apologize for or be ashamed of, you know. Right. So, I mean, if someone doesn't, you know, wants to split it down the middle, that's cool. Do what works for you, works for your fam or whatever, but, but like I said, it's the not same. down the middle, though. We, we, we keep saying that. was not down the middle. But it's, I'm not losing anything, Everybody's though. taking a percentage. I'm not losing yeah. anything. The money's still coming to the household. The money's coming to the household. You make, and it, the you make is, it sound, the math you make is still it sound the same like at the end of the day. Right. You make it sound like she's keeping right. all the money and spending it only on herself. That's not the case. Right. I mean, if I'm if I'm getting if I'm getting furniture out the deal, then I'm benefiting from it. Just like if I buy a TV for yeah. myself, she benefits from it because she gets to watch it. But the thing about it, bro, you ain't buying furniture every month. You buy it every few years. You understand? I mean, well, everybody looks at it different. But my thing is, is when you come together, okay? To me, nobody should be eating out of the garbage pail. You know what I mean? If you got free money to do something, you should have some free money to do something. Not, well, say, well, I need this or I need that. Okay, well, you should be able to, to break the bills down to where you can say, well, if I have some free money, I can do what I want. I don't have to get permission or I don't have to ask and none of that other stuff because you're spending money and I'm spending money. So we can all agree. I don't know. That sounds more like a business deal to me. I mean, if I'm if I'm living well, if, I'm, part, if I'm partially a if I'm if I'm living independently before she gets here, I can definitely live independently once she gets here. I oh, mean, I mean, if it I, all depends. If, I, if your if name had, is the only one on the deed, then yeah, you should keep it. If I had if I had free money before she arrived, I'm definitely gonna have free money once she she gets in and she's buying groceries and other little things that I no longer have to do. Oh, okay then. Then, then yeah, it's, it's cool if you got free money to do that. But by the but, but by the same token, like I said, um, you know, if she saw something that she thought looked nice, I mean, she bought it for me. You know, I mean, it, it was no big deal. And if I wanted something, and if I didn't have the money, oh, I don't have a problem going to her. She's my wife. You know, it's our money. Okay. It 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 all it, it all depends. I mean, it just depends on how you see it. I mean, I understand you grew up watching the situation a certain way, and I grew up watching the situation the same way. 
as you watch the situation, I was mm-hmm. saying I disagree with how that goes because, that, you know, like some people believe that the wife's supposed to have the biggest car and all that. Hey, my wife got the nicest car. I'm not saying that that shouldn't be the case. But then again, you shouldn't be in the garbage field either. So, I mean, that just depends on the person. I mean, some people, like I said, some people don't care. My father didn't care. My mom always had a new car. You know, my father kept the same truck until the wheels fall off, fell off because that's just who he was. You know, so, I mean, it just depends on the person. I'm pretty sure if he wanted to ride clean, he would have bought himself a car. You know, but his only thing was, his only purpose in life, if you ask me, was to make sure that we were raised and that the bills were paid. And that's all he cared about. That and the big yeah, chicken. Yeah, but, but that... But, but that was that was right for him. But in the grand scheme of things, if you're looking on the outside, looking in, take your feelings and everything out of it, you don't know the people, is that the right thing to do? It's Well, like you said, it was, if it's right for you, then it doesn't matter what anybody It was right for him. It worked for me. I had a happy marriage. I didn't have no problems. Money was never an issue. Okay. I you mean... Know, and as far as anybody else was concerned, if anybody else had a problem with it, that's on them. Which nobody else would have been in my wallet, no way. But I'm just yeah, saying. I, so I, 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 it's, I only, all it's only a bad situation um, if you pick the wrong one. Then at that point, yeah, it might be a struggle because I do know some guys who, you know, well, not know them now, but I have met some guys over time who struggled to pay bills and their wife was spending money on this and that. But I mean. Unfortunately, they chose the wrong one. I mean, that happens. Yeah. That's right. I mean, we saying similar to the same thing, but we just have so, a different opinion yeah. on it. But like I said, but the money is all part of one household. So, I mean, I don't have to have, to me, there's no such thing as my money if I'm married. You know, I take my money and go here and you know, and do this because I'm married. I mean, I don't care okay, if I make it or not. That's the point of being, but once you're married, you what, everyone has you, access to the... If a woman takes a new car every time out, something is wrong with that. Not if he doesn't care. Mm, something wrong with that. I, I mean, why do you care if somebody that? else has a new car? I don't understand that. No, no a, a person could say... All he wants it. I can take my check and say, okay, hey, I give to my wife, but that's the way I want to live. That's my business. Yeah, we can all say that, but what's right in all that? You know what I'm saying? Now, no, I don't. Every I don't. time in the family, if the new car goes to whatever you want every time out, to me, that's wrong. I mean, that's. Fine if it's wrong for you it's and in, like in your household. I mean, but if he doesn't care, why does it matter? Like I say, we got to take the personal feelings out of it. See, if you it's don't know the personal about it, it's a reality. If, you can't tell someone they're wrong for their you, preference. Hey, I, I, I can only tell you what my opinion is. If I was to say, well, okay, if I get a new car, whatever my wife wants, she can get it. I can say that. And she copied every time out saying, this is what I want, this is what I want. Okay. 
that's my prerogative. But if they mm-hmm. ever say, no, you know, we got a car this time, we got this, we got that, what do you want? You want to pick up, you want a, a, a truck or Escalade or whatever you, you want, you get that. If they never say that, to me that's wrong. But that's my opinion. But if it's already understood that that person is fine right. with their truck, they don't want to upgrade, it's some people. And we all know certain people, whether it's a car, whether it's a piece of jewelry or whatever, that yeah. that that. That's what they do, and it's not about it's not about saying, oh, you know, that person's not looking out. Some people are happy yeah. with what they have. They don't have to have yeah, the newest iPhone that came out. They don't have to have I, the newest I, I TV, the newest watch, or newest shoes, or whatever. I, I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, if it goes that way all the time, to me, that would be wrong. You know, it's just like me. I'm not a big gift person. I give Somebody have a chance to give to me, they can give to me. You know, I say, okay, but if I'm giving, 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 and not ever receiving, that would be wrong. But that doesn't mean not, that person's if, ever receiving. It just if, it just means they're not getting a new car. That has nothing to do with yeah. the other things that are going out other than the car that they drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If a person volunteers to not accept something, I, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, if someone's not offering you, offering you something, then, yeah, that person is being selfish. But if you plainly state you don't want it, then there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, those are two different things. Yeah, it's one thing if, if, one, if, if, the, if the wife is not offering the husband a new car every time something comes up. But if he clearly states every time the new car discussion comes up, well, I don't want a new car. I'm fine with my, my truck or my van yeah. or whatever it is that the person that's drives right. in. That's cool. You, you, can't, you can't force it on them. I agree with you. Now, if it's offered, then there's no problem. But if it's not offered, then, you know, I think that's the issue. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, that's different. That's the other person being selfish. I get that. I get that. That's not yeah. what we're discussing. So, that's, that's, a, that's a different conversation. But, um, I mean, but the like I said, the bottom line is it's a matter of, of preference and Whatever works for that person's household is fine. For some people, it's about principle. For other people, it's about balance or whatever. But it's just a matter of selecting the right partner to go with that. Now, um, as far as the woman is concerned, and Crystal, let me go back to you. Should a woman ensure that the home is aesthetically pleasing, um, you know, given that she has the time, of course? Um, first of all, how you doing, Amanda? Good, Crystal. How are you? Uh, pretty good. I haven't heard your voice in a long time, so just one thing to do. Um, the, as far as aesthetically pleasing, um, again, I think a lot of that goes back to, um, a personality, but, and how a person was raised, I was, uh, always raised that the, you know, the, cleanest places in the house definitely was your bathroom and your kitchen. And you, we would have rooms um, <laughs> that only certain people would go into. It, you know, do you remember those rooms in the house that yeah. the only company went into? It was so stupid. But um, I don't have one of those rooms now. <laughs> well, now, actually, I do, but just by virtue of the house. The but cover, anyway. cover on the um, couch. No, not the covers, but, you know, you. I mean, in other words, you would present your home, yes, in a certain way. And um, 
And that way would have to go with um, your family lifestyle as well. You can't expect to walk into, you know, a a married couple's home and they have three young children and expect their house to be spotless. You know, that's just not going to happen. You know, but you can still, there's a difference between clutter and mess. (laughs) You know, you can tell when, you know, these piles of clothes or whatever has been there for a long time as opposed to something that someone just came in and threw it, you know, across the room or something. So I guess is that kind of a difference between. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I think um, I think it's everyone's responsibility to pick up behind themselves. However, I have never been the one to um, fight that kind of a thing on a uh, like a battle day to day battle kind of a thing because I what I learned is that some things are are the personality of a person such as um, the guy comes in and um, takes off like when I was married to my second husband he was in the army so when he came home he took off his fatigues and a lot of times he just took them off and laid them across the chair as he went into get into the shower. That wasn't a big deal for me. Instead of me saying, okay, can you not take off your boots here? Can you not? I just picked it up. Once again, in the shower, I picked them up and I took them into the bedroom or whatever because that's the way I like to keep my house and that's part of my psyche of, mm-hmm. you know, order and cleanliness. But to have a battle with him every single day to say, oh, my God, okay, can you please? I mean, that that's to me ridiculous because obviously it's more of an issue for me on a kind of a borderline OCD thing than it is for him. So I think you can pick your battles on some things. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think, you know, personally I think, yeah, you should keep your home as presentable as possible. And is it okay. a gender thing? Really, not really. But I think it's more of a personality thing. All right. And um, Sharon chimed in from Dallas and said, yes, make it look nice for your husband and kids. Let me go back to, I believe this is Buck chiming back in. Buck, is this you? Yep, it's me. All right, Buck, should a woman ensure that the house looks nice? I don't don't necessarily, you know, say that it's her, her job to make sure the house looks nice. I mean, it's important, but, I mean, in a different time, in different times, I think it's important for not only just the woman to do it, but the guy too. I mean, it's important. Um, I know in my house, I try to make sure I try to make it look as nice as possible, um, inside and out. Um, just because I, you know, you got to take pride in what you have. So, if you don't take pride in it, then how can you expect somebody else to do the same? So, it's, it's to me, it's important, you know, that both people take part in that. Okay. And Ray, what about you? Should the woman ensure that the home is aesthetically pleasing? I mean, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I think anybody who lives there, that's an adult, should want the house to be clean, but mm-hmm. it shouldn't be their responsibility. You know, like I say, if if you home and something's not clean, you should get on it. And their home, they should get on it. And 
all work together. It shouldn't be one person's responsibility to make sure that everything is, is clean. Okay. And Amanda, I'll let you chime in before we get to the last question. I pretty much agree with what everybody has said. I think that um, traditionally it has been the woman's role, and I think that dates back to, you know, the husband took care of things outside of the house and took care of the bills and stuff like that. He worked outside. The woman worked inside the home, taking care of the kids, cooking, cleaning the house and stuff like that. Now that times have changed where if, you know, a lot of times both both, uh, parties in the couple work outside of the house, then I think that that means that both parties have to work inside of the house and children as well and just having a, a standard of keeping things clean. Now, mm-hmm. there may be a person who is, like Crystal said, their personality is just more so, you know, they're a neat freak. And if they're a neat right. freak at certain things, they're going to be on top of that me and you could walk by and be like, oh, okay, this is nice. And they'll be like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm sorry I left this pencil out. Like, nobody sees a damn pencil. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> Okay, it's fine there, no problem. But, you know, it, it, it's. I think it's just based on the personality. Now, I, you know, I'm pretty much the person who does most of the vacuuming and mopping and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and dusting and all that. But Ray is really good at, like, like scrubbing, like, any type of, you know, anything that gets, like, on the stove and, right. and you know, cleaning the oven and doing the deep, like, refrigerator cleaning. Like, he's good at, like, that type of thing. But me, you know, I'm more so, like, cleaning the bathrooms and stuff like that. So I think you have to, is is what you're more comfortable with, what you're good at. Because I'll be sitting there scrubbing, trying to get something, and he just has more power and he can get it. So, you know, and a lot of things that we argue about, gender roles and, you know, whose responsibility is it, I think a lot of times you just you just have to find your place and you know what you're good at. But at the end of the day, in a relationship, you, I think it's a good idea for both parties to have a, a good understanding of what's required to run the house. Most because definitely. a lot of times you'll have something happen, whether it be a death, whether it be an illness or whatever, and if one person goes down, the whole house can't shut down. That other person right. has to know how to step in. Like I remember there were times when my mom was sick or she was um, you know, running back and forth trying to take care of her sister when she was sick. And my dad had to step in and do my hair when I was um, a kid or cook breakfast for us or cook dinner. And it was never him saying, you know, oh, can't wait till your mom gets back. I'm tired of doing this. It was just he just stepped in and did what he had to do. And so it's important for a man to be able to do some of the things that his wife does and a wife to be able to know how to do certain things that the husband does. You know, it's a lot of women that, you know, something that happened to their husband. I work for a mortgage company, and sometimes you these women, they have no idea what their mortgage payment is, who their insurance company is. They don't know anything, and if something happened to the husband, they're screwed because they don't even know. Now, so it's, it's just important to have a good, balanced understanding, at least with the adults in the family, of who's doing what. Yes, this is mainly what you do, but I know how to do it too just in case. Okay. And that's true. Very important. And um I mean, like, you know, with me I was I was always more of the outside person. Um, so I was more of the try not to mess up more so than, than clean up when as far as the inside was concerned. But I did dishes and I'd mop. Uh, those are two things I would usually just do. 
But, uh, yeah, and then in the wintertime, there's not a lot to do outside, of course. And, you know, there might be more that can be done inside. So, I mean, like you said, you kind of have to find your balance. And, uh, you know, as far as whatever works for you. Uh, I'm cracking up on Sharon out in Dallas. She says she pulled over listening to the show. She's sitting in a McDonald's parking lot. I'm cracking up on that. But, all right, um, last question. And Crystal, I'll go back to you. What's one traditional role about a man? Let's think of some traditional role from the 50s, so to speak, that you wish never changed. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it kind of goes back to the maintenance and stuff like that. And the reason why, you know, I can look at my life and as a child and what I watched around me. And what I watched around me was my grandfather, who um, ended up raising me uh, after my mother died. And Mm -hmm. he was the patriarch of the family. So he did everything. Um, And as far as when I say everything, of course he provided for everyone, you know, not just me, but also for his sister, who also was taking care of part of the family. And between the two, I saw what a matriarch would do and what a patriarch would do. And for Mm -hmm. him, he was always working. He was always working outside. He took care of all of the maintenance and stuff of the home, cars, things like that. He always made sure things were taken care of. And even though he was a very neat man, um, he had, like, really nice clothes and things like that, but he was also a man who wore, like, work clothes. You remember those, um, I forgot what they're called. is the actual um, style to it. But anyway, their work, like, uniform or whatever, like mm-hmm. jeans or denim or whatever. But anyway, he wore that all the time, and then when he came in, he changed. And But so I, I saw a man who still took care of himself, but also took care of those kinds of things. So that's my, in my head, what a man looks like, you know. So I think um, for myself, those are the things that I I find attractive in men, period. However, for many reasons, um, changing roles, changing, you know, uh, more ability to have other people do certain things, you know, no time because, you know, our lives are very busy. There are a lot of guys who just don't do those kinds of things. <laughs> they just don't. They know how to pick up a phone. They know how to call a service. I was like, well, shit, I can do that. But, um, <laughs> and that doesn't mean that that's not good. It's like, great, you took care of it, I guess, you know. But um, there's just something about those little extra things, but, but only because that's something that I grew up with. So that's that's what I find attractive. Now, a lot of guys today I've noticed, and younger or whatever, they don't really think that way. But that's fine because they grew up in a different generation. Cool. And but what about you? Oh. <clears throat> Any role from back in the day that you wish would have never changed regarding women? Hmm. I I really can't think of one right offhand. Um, maybe cooking, but 
I cook, so I mean, you know, I I, I enjoy doing it myself, but I, I would just say cooking, maybe. But because okay. I mean, to, in, in today's time, you you know, a lot of women you meet now can't cook, and it always kind of surprises me because you know my mom cooked, my grandmother cooked, all my aunts cooked. And it was all, you know, and you learn from everybody, you know, at least I do. You know, anybody that you run across that can cook, you always get a recipe or something, at least I do, you know, from that standpoint. But it's it's always, to me, it's always bizarre to run into a woman that cannot cook because it's not a a deal breaker with me, but it is kind of strange that they can't. So, you know, you figure that why their mom, you know, why you pay attention to your mom while you're cooking. So it, it's just really kind of strange to me. So I'm going to just say cooking. Right. Um, I would probably just say just, um, just, just, just being more family oriented, you know, taking care of the kids. You know, putting they mm-hmm. putting they putting they putting their family first, and you know I don't want to trip on the words or nothing with you know staying well playing playing your position and staying in, in in your lane. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean I'm not saying that a woman can't do a lot of things, but trying right. to be a man to me is is not right. You understand? It's okay to be independent. It's okay to take care of your family, but at the same time, uh, being a female is able to be, you know, sweet, sensitive, uh, loving, caring. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the love and the mother nature that the, that women have. I would like to see them not lose that. Yeah. So if I had to say something, it's just basically just just taking care of your family. And it's nothing wrong if you want to be a housewife, but if you want to work, you ought to understand. At the same time, when you working, you got you should kick it in. You know what I mean? Don't just kick it in when you live by yourself. You kick it in when you in the marriage as well. And you know, I'll just say that. Okay. And Amanda. For me, um, I think to, you know, you can. I I agree with Crystal when she was when she was speaking. I was I was totally in agreement with everything she said. And when I think of a, when I think of strong men, I think of you know certain family members, my grandfather, um, uncles, my dad, but I also. I guess to like really just put it out there, people that everybody knows, I can think of two of the greatest TV dads, and that would be Dr. Cliff Huxtable and Mm -hmm. James Evans. You know, they worked both of them, two totally different situations. One was well off, one was poor. Mm -hmm. But both of them worked. They worked hard. They came home. They spent time with their families. And like Crystal said, they were always working on something around the house. Cliff was always Mm -hmm. messing stuff up, and Claire was worried that he was going to make it worse, but he was trying. He was making an effort to be that Mr. Fix-It, whether that was his specialty or not. He tried to fix certain things and was successful sometimes. James Mm -hmm. Evans was really good, and there's an episode where, you know, he was 
trying to fix stuff behind Bookman's back, all you know, through the the projects, people were coming to him, paying him to fix stuff because he could fix anything. And to me, that's just that's just like really just like a manly thing to be trying to fix something. Like that's just what that's just what a man does, you know, outside of the you know working, outside of the taking care of your wife and spending time with your family. Also, just that manliness of attempting to fix things and not just saying, oh, well, you know, I'm going to let it sit there or I'm going to pretend like I don't see this isn't working, <laughs> you know, just stepping in and actually trying to fix it. So just that, that combination that uh, or those traits that both of those men had and their different time periods, different circumstances, but they all they both had that in common. So that's that's definitely something that um, I would like to see come back in, in the younger generations of men just actually – Giving a damn about fixing things. Okay. Very good, very good. And um I uh I don't know where I fall on this to be honest with you. I mean, I definitely think cooking comes to mind, but um yeah, I guess that comes to mind. Cause my thing is I don't mind someone who I, I don't mind someone who can't cook. You know, if they're willing to learn, I just have a problem with someone who won't cook. <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of a difference. If you just refuse to learn how to cook, then I, I got a problem because, you know, like Amanda said earlier, if someone gets sick, then man, I got no time be eating out and all the other stuff. I just want some home-cooked meal. But, all right, um, on tomorrow's show, I did get a message last night from um, – Excuse me. A message last night. You know, tomorrow's supposed to be the interview with uh, Tony Weeks, the referee, and unfortunately, he can't do it tomorrow. Um, the commission is not going to allow him to interview until after the Klitschko Fury fight. Uh, so I'm assuming he's going to be the referee for that fight. He must have just gotten selected. So we're going to catch him after the Klitschko Fury fight on the 28th, and I'll try to get him that following Tuesday after the Klitschko Fury fight. But we are still going to have the show tomorrow, uh, talk to the young brothers. I know Kevin said he talked to Tony Weeks today. Uh, talk to the young brothers um, about the upcoming fight this weekend with Canelo and Cotto. So we're going to do that tomorrow, an hour early at 9 p.m. Eastern, so a special Thursday zone coverage. Probably won't talk very long because, uh, you know, there's – football tomorrow, but we will discuss the fight and what we think is going to happen this weekend, maybe talk a little bit about Klitschko and Fury, and then we'll come back in a couple of weeks and try to get Tony back on. Um, next Tuesday, on the next uh, live show for, I guess, normal live show, so to speak, it'll be a T2Q Thanksgiving. We'll discuss some things that we're thankful for in the holiday season. We'll get into some Black Friday discussion, shopping things. Things of that nature. So that would be next Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, on the Top of Q Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. Brought to you officially by The Crystal Show and also being sponsored by MyHebrew.net. Now, um, final thoughts. We'll go ahead and jump into that. Um, there was a story that I was going to get into. I don't know if you've seen it about the actor, comedian Monique, who says that. Um, you know, her husband gets a pass to cheat because they think that uh, the Western way of marriage is like ownership. 
and you, you don't own anyone, so you should be able to have an open and honest enough relationship to say you're attracted to someone else sexually and, I guess, be able to get down with that person. I don't know. You can comment on that if you wish, but we'll go ahead with final thoughts. And, Buck, I'll start with you. Great show tonight. I, was, I had to get off for a few minutes, but what I heard was real good. Glad to hear Amanda back on tonight, too. That's, that's really awesome as well. Um, now, when it comes to when it comes to relationships, I mean, we, we can look at traditional values or we can look at, you know, what we got going on now. But in any relationship, I think you need to make sure that, you know, it's a two-way street where, you know, you both have an understanding about things and communication is always the key. So, you know, regardless to whether y'all share roles, whether it's inside duties, outside duties, or a little bit of both, you know, in any event, you know, as long as you're communicating, as long as there's an understanding where, you know, there's a, a semblance of balance, there shouldn't be any issues. So, great show, and looking forward to a little bit of zone coverage. Thank you, sir. And Crystal? Okay, thanks. Uh, good show. Um, regarding, you know, relationships and and roles and all that. This, to me, you know, a lot of the stuff we talked about, um, for me, it really falls less with gender and more with personality of the people, especially the conversation we were having with finances. I kept thinking about these these are the kind of things that hopefully, if you are smart, you can work out um, when you're dating because, when uh, and a lot of times that doesn't happen because a lot of times you don't talk about really about money and things like that when you're dating more you know specifically just like you don't talk about the specifics of children and raising them and those kinds of things. So those are a lot of the things that break up a marriage is not so much the fact that you don't have a lot of money, but how you distribute the money and how you look at money and you know and those kinds of things. Those are a lot of times a personality thing that. Um, you know, you may be making exactly the same amount of money, but, you know, even without paying the bills, you may decide, okay, I'm going to go below it at the casino, where another person may say, well, no, we're supposed to save this, put it in the bank for, you know, a rainy day or get our uh, nest egg going. So then you have, you know, you you battle against each other. And, and then with cleaning and things like that, you, you know, you're a neat freak and this person is very messy, then you're not going to work out. But those are the things you, a lot of times when you're dating, we don't even really think about, we don't talk about, um, or you look at it and you kind of overlook it. You know? So if you can have those kinds of real conversations with people before you actually walk down the aisle, I think that would be very helpful in, you know, in relationships. And then all the little quirky things, that's why you need to spend time together mm-hmm. when you're dating. Um, yeah, that's nice. That's always I, nice. <laughs> I wanted to say one quick thing. Uh, also about the gender roles. Um, uh-huh. Quickly, I um, when I was married to my first husband, I uh, he worked and I didn't. Um, and so what I did because I was at home all day, I cleaned up because I didn't have anything else to do. So I cleaned and I made sure that there was a meal on the table when he got home because he did the shopping and everything. Cause, and I thought it just made logical sense because what else am I doing? You know, I'm just sitting here. So why am mm-hmm. I, you know, that's my 
job or whatever to make sure the house is clean. I had a friend later on in life, um, a male friend who was just a friend of mine I grew up with. His wife was in that situation where she was um, didn't work and she was raising their two daughters with him. They were married. And she didn't do anything all day. And I know this because I stayed with them for like about a month before I, you know, got my own got my own place when I moved to the area. And she would not do anything. And that really pissed me off because, well, one, because he was my friend and I didn't hate to see him go through what he was going through with right. that. But I'm like, this man goes out and he works all day long, comes home, and he doesn't smell food when he walks in the door. I mean, what kind of shit is that? And, I mean, it was just, see, those kinds of things to me are less about gender roles and it's more about just common sense. Sense, Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing all day? I mean, that really upset me. And I think about that all the time when women talk about, well, I'm not going to cook. What, what are they doing? I'm like, what the hell are you doing? You're not doing anything all damn day. You can fucking make a meal. <laughs> so at least so he can smell, put some garlic in some in water. And let it boil, <laughs> just so he can smell something. I mean, damn! <laughs> Get some cinnamon and apple incense and make him think there's apple pie in the damn oven. I mean, damn! <laughs> so anyway, those kinds of things just infuriate me. It's more so about just people who are just disrespectful to each other for no reason. I mean, like if you're not ready for a true relationship and true sharing, then stay single. That's all. I and and to speak about. Monique, I totally disagree with those types of lifestyles. If that's what you want, then, hey, do it. I always see them blow up in people's faces, though, because Mm -hmm. I really see it more as someone trying to hold on to something. You know what I mean? That's really how I see it a lot of times. Right. You know, but whatever. If it works for them, more power to them. But good job. Okay. Thank you. And, you know, and while you... You you made me um, think of something that I meant to bring up a while ago. Um, Part of this whole topic came about from a discussion I had with some friends, and they were talking about um, a woman bringing a man um, his plate, like, for dinner. So, like, Mm -hmm. she'll fix his plate and bring it to him. And there were some women that had, like, a huge problem with that. And so it started a big argument, and there were a couple of women who were, like, firecracker hot behind it because they said that was just, you know, essentially that the man didn't deserve it, you know. And Mm -hmm. so I don't know if that was, like, their personal feelings or if they just felt it across the board. They thought it was, like, a form of, of slavery of some sort. But we were trying to explain that, well, you know, there are some things that a man does for a woman that, you know, is kind of like a benefit or a perk. So this is also like a benefit or a perk. But, I mean, just between the two ladies, Amanda and Crystal, do you all have a problem with bringing a man a plate? I'm I'm not saying, like, every single time you eat or anything, but, I mean, if it comes up, is that a problem? And if so, I just want to hear your reasoning behind it. Definitely not a problem with me. (laughs) I don't care. If that's something he wants, my man gets whatever he wants because that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. And if he, especially if, since I love to cook, the fact that I can give him his plate with my food on it, I mean, to me, that's just ultimate. I mean, but that's me. Okay, okay. And, yeah, I mean, I, to me, it's like, you know, you have chivalry. I don't 
know what it's called for women. I don't think they call it chivalry. I don't know. There's like a female version of it. If it's, it falls under etiquette, I don't know. But, um, you know, there's certain things that, that guys may do, like opening the door or, or something of that nature. And there's certain things women may do, but uh, these women, they got firecracker hot-minded, you know. And then we started getting the discussion of roles and stuff, and stuff really got out of hand. But that's what kind of sparked the discussion, the topic to come to mind in the first place. But, all right, um, Amanda, your final thoughts? Great show. I'm glad to be on and to be able to talk to you guys. And, you know, both thank you for uh, for your kind words and everything. And uh, definitely a great show tonight. Um, sorry, I was a little late. Um, I think I pretty much covered everything I wanted to say. Um, I would just say that, you know, as I said before, and you all, you guys all can, you know, understand where I'm coming from when I say this, you just, you just never know what's going to happen in your life. And you do have to have a good, a good relationship and a good understanding of, you know, that, that you and your, that you and your mate are on the same page. So whether Mm -hmm. it's he pays all the bills, she pays all the bills, you know, I don't, I don't look at a man as any less of a man if he wasn't working outside the home and was doing the traditional feminine role of cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kids. If she has a better job and she can support them, if I got an offer and I'm making six figures and, you know, I have kids and it's better. I would feel more comfortable for my husband to be raising our children versus sending them to a nanny or something or, or mm-hmm. sending them to daycare. I think that's the smart move. I have no problem with that, and I'm not the type of person that's going to rub it in his face, not in public. I might mess with him at home as a joke, but, like, <laughs> Don't do <you> it. <laughs> shoot, I get, I get a little extra money now. I'll mess with him. Like, look at this, look at this. But, but no, right. but for real, like, you know, just, just um, you know, I, I, w- I would never, like, make him feel less. I would be like, hey, you know, this is this is what we're doing. Because that's, that's, that's something that you can't buy when you have, when you are blessed in that situation, if you have that money and you can allow your spouse to stay home and take care of the kids, you know. So I think that it's just important to have a good understanding. By the same token, a spouse has to understand things could change, that six-figure job could go away and hey maybe both of us do need to go out and work and you have to realize that you know the sun won't always shine you got to sometimes situations change you got to step up and do different things whether it be around the house at work or working overtime or whatever so mm-hmm. just throwing that out there and i think at the end of the day it's all about what works for your relationship and as long as you're not doing something that is making the other person unhappy or something that seems disastrous uh, in the near future, then more power to you. Um, Regarding the Monique situation and the open marriages, um, not something I would want to do because I think in most cases if you have to result to even considering that, your marriage is in trouble and you need to have a talk and have a get on the same page. Again, like Buck always says, it's all about communication and figure mm-hmm. out where we're going wrong that you want to have an open marriage or you want to get a hall pass. So, you know, that's just, uh, I guess, if, if that's working for them now. But I, that's the type of thing, and that's that's one of those things where it's hard for that to work always because anytime you're bringing in somebody else, it's not it's no longer about the two of you. It's about that other person that he or she sleeps with here and there. You never know who's going to catch feelings, who's going to try to, have a fatal attraction type thing going on with you. Oh, so, 
<laughs> you know, flowers in your house. So, <laughs> you know, you just <laughs> you just never know. So, um I, I, I don't think that's the smartest idea and then, you know, the S T Ds, pregnancies and all that crazy stuff. So just just my thought on that, but great show. Always fun talking to you guys and I hope you guys enjoy zone coverage. Thank you very much. Glad to hear you on. Ray, shut it down for me, man. Yeah, it was a great show. You know, whenever we have these type of topics, it's always going to be a little extra excitement, you know. And, um, you know, I always say people are entitled to speak their opinions, and, you know, it's never no hard feelings. I just express mine. So, you know, but one thing that I can always say, I always speak from the heart. I always say what I believe to be true, you know. I'm one of the few people that, you know, when I say something, that my spouse is on or my spouse is listening. So, you know, it's authentic. It's not something that I'm making up. It's not something that I'm saying because I'm trying to shock people or I'm trying to make myself out to be something that I'm not. You know, it's all, okay, this is what I say. You turn on, talk to Q, and my mother's listening. She's going to understand yeah, that's that's him. I might not agree with everything you say, but that's him. You understand? But uh-huh. that's just what I am and what I do. And, you know, I feel like in a relationship, partners have to work together. And how would they choose to do that? You know, what works for some people may not work for others. But I feel like if you're going to treat each other as equals, you have to try and do things together whether it be, you know, bills or whether it be housework or whatever the case is. To me, I don't think you should treat somebody like a second-class citizen because you don't want to be treated that way. And, you know, I feel like if you have to answer for what you do, your wife should have to do the same and vice versa. Um. I think all things should be discussed as far as, you know, important things anyway. And, you know, I don't I don't think that gender roles should always be a role. It should be, you know, if I can do it, I'll do it sometime. If you can do it, you'll do it sometime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's what works. Now, as far as Monique goes... Uh, I think she has to do that. You know what I mean? No disrespect. What it is, what it is. And, you know, you're saying one thing, and, well, my husband is my husband. Now, who in their right mind wants the husband or the spouse, period, to see other people if they find them attractive? You find people attractive every day, so what are you really saying? You know, and... You is nobody out there that's going to walk and say, damn, I don't find nobody attractive every day I'm walking around because, you know, I'm married or whatever the case is. When you're married, the, the definition of marriage is supposed to be an institution where two people come together and make a commitment. Shit, if you're going to do that, you might as well stay boyfriend and girlfriend, and then you can discuss whether we're going to have an open relationship or we're going to see other people or whatever the case is. But when you stand up in front of the eyes of God, you should be trying to do your best 
to be your best and honor that commitment. And, you know, I just think that kind of talk is, you know, hey, you might you might have to do that. But once mm-hmm. again, as we said earlier, it's your life, it's your marriage, or whatever she do the way she see fit to do, and we should leave her alone about that if we're going to leave guys alone about paying all the bills and doing all that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Because they yeah. are going with what somebody want to do. But, you know, it's a great show, great topic, and I look forward to the next topic or another topic such as this because there's always things to say, and I think that when people out there listen, we may say a lot of things they disagree with, but something may stick with somebody, and it may help somebody along to where they can stay in their relationship by just talking about these things. Because you can't, you can't, you can't fucking get drunk and high the whole time you're in a relationship. You gotta talk about some real shit too. The great show. All right, thanks, man. And uh, you're definitely right about that. I mean, and that's again for those who may be new to the show. Um, that's the the purpose of the show. It gives everyone a platform to speak their mind. And regardless if there is an agreement or not, everyone has an opportunity to speak, you know, to try to make their points, finish their points. And, you know, we go from there and someone can take something from that and, you know, maybe apply it to their life. And so that's how we grow as people. So, uh, you know, that's just how we roll here on the Talk to you radio show. All right. I appreciate it. Great show, everyone. Great show. Interesting discussion. Um, Anytime we discuss relationships, it's always interesting. But when you start talking about this person supposed to be doing that, then, oh, man, then, you know, stuff just decides to take a turn for the worse a lot of times. I wish you all could have heard the conversation I had with those ladies and those guys when they were talking about bringing somebody plates. Oh, it just, you would have thought somebody had got called out of their name. So, all right. Um, to get more information on upcoming shows, go to TalkToQ.com, check out the show calendar. I want to thank, again, my sponsors, uh, TheCrystalShow.com, MyHebrew.net, and we'll get ready to get into some zone coverage. The live show airs every Tuesday and Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, You can catch me on iTunes, Spreaker, uh, Stitcher Radio, Anywhere, basically, you can find a podcast. You can probably find me, the Good Radio Network. That's another place. Um, and follow me on Twitter, at talk to q You can friend me on Facebook at ThankQ, and that's Q-U-E. And uh, use hashtag T2Q. You can Google that when all else fails. Everyone who's not into sports, have a good night. To all the folks who want to talk some football, hang on the line. We'll get into some zone coverage. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? We got something to move tonight, and we start the whole circle thing go. LB, anything move, we knock out. Let's go. I am the greatest. Go play intramurals, brother. But they are who we thought they were. You play to win the game.
You don't play to just play it. You play to win. Do you have any questions? I got a question. You got an excuse tonight, Roy? Southern Miss. Now, I may, of course, I, I may mean, have missed it. 
I'm pretty sure they mentioned they it. Really, they can't really put that on ESPN like that because what are they going to say? You know, ESPN not really, you know, I'm not going to say they're not familiar with the swag, but, you know, it's not mm-hmm. a big conference, so it's nothing to really talk about. You know, they Since they didn't beat a Duke well, or nobody like that, huh? Yeah. Or traditionally black school beat, four traditionally black school beat, you know, this kind of, you know, they're not going to say that. So it, it's kind of, you know, it is what it is. It was early. But, you yeah. know. Well, I know it wasn't really discussed that much uh, last night on the on the news. But, um, yeah, it was a big deal on Facebook, though. I thought it was kind of cool that it went down like that. Buck, are you with us, man? Check back with him. I don't know what's going on. All right, start off with a little college uh, football, right? Got some big matchups this weekend. Um, number 18, TCU is 9-1, and one, going up against number 7, Oklahoma, who's also 9-1. and one. Now, the winner will maintain second place behind Oklahoma State. So that should be a, a pretty big matchup. Now, TCU, man, um, um, you know, they had the, the – the loss and they fall into the back of the pack. Do you think they're capable of going to Norman and beating the Sooners? Well, the Sooners is hot right now, and if the Sooners can win those games, like being TCU at Oklahoma State, they may be in the driver's seat to get one of the top four spots. But man, I didn't know TCU had fell that far back. You know, so yeah, I mean. Think- we 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 we'll see how it all turns out, but um, you know Oklahoma always seems to choke at the last minute some kind of way. So we will see if they can keep it going. So far they've been doing good, and I think it's going to be a good ball game. I think it's going to be pretty good too. I'm going to try to keep an eye on it. Um, I mean as far as TCU is concerned. I still think they're capable of doing big things and playing, I guess, the role of spoiler, so to speak. I mean, I'm going to say it's funny calling them a spoiler, but um, they are, like, number 18 now. So that loss to uh, Oklahoma State by 20 points really dropped them. And uh, I don't know if they should have dropped that low, but I guess when you get beat by three touchdowns, that that can possibly happen. So... All right, so another big game is number nine, Michigan State, versus number three, Ohio State. Now, Ohio State is on a 23-game winning streak, but they've really not faced a a significant challenge so far this year. Uh, So now it's going to be in Columbus. Ohio State has won 30 straight regular season games since Urban Meyer became the coach three years ago. And the Spartans are the only team to hand him a Big Ten loss. Two years ago, it was 34 to 24 in the conference title game. Uh, Ray, what do you think about this, man? Can Michigan State go in there and take it to Ohio State? Because they're definitely not afraid of them. Oh, of course they can. I mean, Michigan State is one of the best teams in the country. You know, they lost a real close game. I forgot who they lost to. But, um, yeah, they're definitely capable. And, I mean, Ohio State has to lose sometime, even with the great Urban Meyer. I expect it to be a close game, three-point game or so. And who's going to win? I don't know who's going to win. I mean, I like Michigan State, 